This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Can I suggest you shut up and show more football? Come on, come on. Pick it, pick it. We've done that thing. Can we not knock it? I am flabbergasted. I wouldn't even let them on the bus after the match. I get a taxi back to Manchester. <laughs> Again, don't, please don't call me arrogant because what I, I'm saying is true. I'm a, I think I'm a special one. When the seagulls follow the troll, it's because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you. I understand what I'm trying to get at. Yes, he was a great player. Yes, he was a wonderful leader. But he wasn't a magician. Take a bow, son. I mean that. Take a bow. Welcome. Well, it seems, Andrew, that uh, spring has sprung. Excellent. And uh, for some on the planet, uh, they will be looking forward to a long weekend. May Day is upon us. It says as well. 2021, it seems, is not hanging around, is it? No, it's not. So, to those of you celebrating a bank holiday Monday, enjoy. And Mm. I hope you're listening to this. On Bank Holiday Monday. I'll explain more as to why in just a minute. Ah, I can't know where you're going. Um, uh, thanks to uh, the wee man last week, Gianfranco. Oh, he was brilliant. Uh, he told some fantastic stories. Uh, if you haven't heard the episode, do please go back and take a listen. It's well worth it, I promise you. And we'll have another very, very good seven-star guest joining yeah, us this week. So. Yeah, yeah, Proper yeah. superstar. Yeah, no, a proper player. Oh, he could play all right. Oof. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, thank you to all of you subscribing and listening. Do share and tell others now that you've found us. Um, incidentally, all you have to do now is ask your smart pe- speaker. What? Did I say pe- you, you meant, I thought you were talking about Tracy Beaker there for a minute. Smart <laughs> sneaker. Your smart speaker uh, to subscribe to us. Merely ask it, uh, play Keys and Grey, the podcast. For example. Sorry. Ask who? Alexa. Got Alexa, Alexa, play Keys and Grey, the podcast. I haven't got Alexa. And there we were. Well, it's time you did. Do we need that? It is worth pointing out that other smart speakers are available. So you can get the Cube, you can get the... Are they called Alexa, though, as well? No, no, no. They've all oh, got different names. Are they? Yeah. Oh. But Alexa, she's terrific. And particularly for those of us who live alone yes, for, for yes. long periods of the year, good company. That, Alexa, she... read me the news this morning. Alexa, read me an audio book. Really? Uh, Alexa, play me some music. 
Alexa, I'm starving. Make my dinner. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, you can follow us instantly. I'm going to get one then. And interact on I'm Twitter joining up. and Instagram at Keys and Grey Pod. Keys and A-N-D. Keys and Grey Pod. Now, over the weeks, we've been giving a shout out to a particular area and location yep. on the planet that's given us the most new listeners at different times. Well, we're not going to do that this week. It's a serious point, yep. Andy, to be made. This week, we want to say hello to our listeners in India. Yep. Um, we have many across that vast country. We are thinking of you. We have all watched the pain and the suffering that Shocking. your communities are going Shocking. through. It really is truly horrific. Yep. Uh, we, as with the rest of the world, hope that aid and help comes very very soon and as and we've said so of often it. over this yeah. period yeah we, we you know we just talk about the football it's not important Andy we're not important there are many bigger things Absolutely. for us to think about but uh, if we can distract entertain uh, for a short while then all to the good but uh, again to all our listeners in India our thoughts are with you yep. now the other reason I say I hope this is being listened to Monday is because Andrew and myself intend this weekend uh, in fact if it's Monday then the weekend has passed yes um we intend to join in with the yeah. boycott mm -hmm. uh, that the Premier League um, and others have decided to run this weekend from, uh, well, it's it's five o'clock Friday from our time, Andy, so three, three o'clock Friday yeah, afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, can you clear it up for me yet? Because you know I'm not good yes. with social media. So that means that from, from 5 p.m. on Friday in Qatar, Qatar yeah. can I still text my family? Yes, that's Can what I watch media. that, my family? Yes, 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 yes. So, social media is this, is us, so is Twitter, is Instagram. Instagram. So I would come off Instagram and tell yeah, Wendy. Just leave that. Leave it alone. Absolutely. Because we have to get the message across okay. no, no. any which way we can. And it, 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 yes, discrimination. Yes, racism. But it's abuse as well. And yeah, people often horrible, talk about yeah. these clowns as being keyboard warriors. Well, they're not warriors, Andy. They're, they're cowards. cowards. Yeah. They're keyboard cowards. Yeah. And if you asked any of them to say some of the things that they place on, for instance, Twitter, to your face, they would run a mile. Yeah. And the answer is actually, I think, quite simple. If they had to be registered, yes. passport or driving license, then we would know who they were. And I, I almost certainly that would clean the problem out it must be the, straight away. It must be the largest unregulated business, unregistered business in the world. It, it's, it's crazy. No one knows who's no. doing anything. No. Somebody could, and you can be banned. Somebody could open an account on Richard... Keys and Absolutely. And there are like. and by the way, there are many Andy Grays. Is there? Yes. You joke. Well, joking. let me tell you, anyone listening now, I'm the only one. And I'm not on Twitter or Facebook. That's the problem. And you ban them and they come back in a different guise. And yeah. it's it it's tedious. You should be registered. So right? hopefully it's Monday. If you're listening beforehand, if we've posted, then we do not intend to in any way promote no. or advertise around Keys and Gray, the podcast. But don't worry, kids. I can still text you. We should, uh, before we go any further, wish Kevin Keegan a happy anniversary. Oh, no. 25 years. I saw it yesterday. I saw it actually. Wow. 25 years, Andy. Since that. Well, it was a Monday I would night love football. It. I know. We just started doing it, didn't we, in the Monday night football, and it was coming to the end of the season. And <sighs> Do you remember the backstory? Go on. That, that Leeds had played out of their skin to get a draw against Manchester United. And Fergie was very keen on, on, on making the point that why haven't you been doing that well all season? His mate, Howard Wilkinson, was under real was pressure. Trouble, so it, for me, it was as simple as that. It had nothing to do with him playing mind games. No. I, I never gave him the credit of having been that smart, although in, in the interview, I, I think I allude to that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think he was just saying to those players, come on, uh, didn't like Gary Mack no. from, from the previous year when <laughs> Gary was taking the piss out of him. 
when Leeds won the title yeah, and they right. lost out. Um, so there was that. There was also that, that he'd questioned whether Nottingham Forest Correct. would put it in against Newcastle yeah. because they'd agreed to go and play a testimonial right. there. From our point of view, a trip to Newcastle was magnificent. Loved it. Sir John always put on a show. Mm-hmm. Copious amounts of champagne. He always had Kevin at the table. Absolutely. Although there was a game the following day. And the reason that he was doing that was was actually quite astute because we used to have to choose each club to be on television three times. Three times. Twice at home, once away. Do you remember? Yeah. And there were a few spare picks. And so Sir John knew that if we were looked after when we went to the <laughs> northeast, we would want to go back. <laughs> yeah. And he was right. I mean, yeah. sometime later, Bill Kenwright asked yes. us, why do you never come? Why do you never and come the answer was, well, because it's horrible, Bill. You know, we, 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 we were greeted with with, yeah. with, with, with faces like spanked asses. I have to we say, were, it, it, it wasn't great, and Bill sorted it. It was awful, and Bill sorted it like, like that. that. And the next the next time we went, it was to a new studio. Yeah. There was tea and sandwiches. Were on. But, but John knew that. So Kevin was a friend. So as we're sort of... I was poking away. You were you were talking football, and I just sensed there was something yeah. there. But our, our producer Andy Melvin came in my ear and he said, "You know, Richard, leave him alone." And and in those early days, I didn't really want to upset him because he was in a good mood. Mm. In a bad mood. But I just I just had to just nibble a bit more, Andy. Um, and then he just went off, and it, it wasn't an incisive, smart, clever piece of journalism. It was an own goal. He just flew, didn't he? he? And yeah, you just got you got the impression because of that he wanted to say it. Yes, and he was just yes. waiting for the trigger. And whatever it was that triggered him, whatever you said that triggered him, he just went, <laughs> and there was no stopping him. I think I did. I think you said hello, Kevin. <laughs> good to see you. <laughs> I think I, I think I did suggest that Fergie had, had started to try yeah. and get into his head, and that's what set him off. Anyway, many times we've laughed about it since. He's a at the time was a good friend. He's become a, a really good friend. Yeah. But to think it's twenty five years 25 ago. Years. Where's it gone? Jose Mourinho, well known for his attention to detail. Yes, yes. this story from John Cross in the Mirror today. Uh, Tottenham players were blown away by some of his training sessions, says John. Somewhat ironically, before they played Liverpool, who employ their own throwing coach. Used to, John. No, one session specifically on how to defend their throws lasted more than two hours. That, no. Jose, is probably no. one of the reasons that players got a little bit tired. No, Jose, you can't. I mean, there's attention to detail and there's overkill. No, sorry, <laughs> that would bore you. Oh my goodness, yeah. Also, um, Eck has decided he wants to buy Arsenal. Big Eck, not. Our, not big, not our big heck. Oh no, Eck, he's rich the enough, by the way. Founder of Spotify. Now, here for me is the problem. Why? Eck has made his money. If you speak to those in the music industry, right. they will tell you, to a large degree, from piracy. He does not pay what those who create the product believe it to be worth. He has circumvented that many times. Mm. So, so in effect, piracy. Wow. Which is one of the problems, of course, that we had with mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia and Newcastle Correct. United. Absolutely. The other thing I would suggest to you is that if he were, and I don't think it's got a cat in hell's chance of happening, but if he were to buy Arsenal, what would he be buying Arsenal for, do we think? Well, he'd be buying Arsenal, um, people have you believe, to spend all these billions on it. And then Arsenal have it. And then walk away, like Simon Jordan did at Palace. Yeah. No, <laughs> he'd be buying Arsenal to make a profit. Of course. To make money and to enjoy it probably as well, if you if you can. But you're, you're, you're transferring ownership from one billionaire owner to another billionaire owner. And they don't... And I thought that was the argument. Well, they don't get involved 
for charity. I, mm. I mean, here's, here's another extraordinary statistic I saw this week. One of the criticisms of Stan Kroenke at Arsenal is yep. that he hasn't spent, hasn't spent enough. Correct. Um, they are top of one table at the moment. And that table is uh, that they owe other clubs for players they've signed £154 million right now. So don't tell me he hasn't been spending. Whether he spent wisely or not is another argument. Yeah, yeah, £154 argument. Million. United owe 149 So do Spurs. Chelsea, awesome? 127 West Ham, 111 Wolves, 101 This is money outstanding to other clubs for players that have been bought. How can this happen? Is there interest on that? I would think so. Well, Add to go. that, Andy. Imagine that. 272 million that these clubs paid in agents' fees last year. 272 million. Liverpool alone in the last two seasons, 47 million to agents wow. who brought players that probably would have walked from any corner of the globe and to we, play for Liverpool. We wonder why the game's in trouble. Well, that's why the game's in trouble. You know, we've said it all, we've said it for a long time. You and I have talked about this because we've been we've basically been at it here in this business from the inception of the Premier League where yes. the money started to flow. And the general idea back then was great. That would give clubs solidity. It would give them security. It would make the league more competitive. So it should have done. And for a while it did. And for a while it did. And now it's just the rich are getting richer and the poor are not catching well, up. right now, I, th I would suggest to you the rich are getting poorer. Oh, well, and significantly the poorer. they've got significantly But poorer. bottom of the table, and this is why he is... Not just such a good guy, but a terrific operator. Burnley wow. owe only two million to other football clubs for players that they've signed. Two wow. million. They're competitive every year. Yeah. Yes, they've had a little bit of a a, a, a scrape listen, again this listen, year. It's but been a come on. This year. But listen, when you're spending as little as Sean Dyche is spending, and you're getting the results that Sean Dyche is getting, you're keeping your team in the the Premier League, so you're earning your your team, your club at least 140, 150 million pounds. I mean, Brilliant. what a job he's doing. Um, Marco Bielsa has apologised. Mar Marco? Marcello Bielsa for not being able to speak English. Now, this is something I mentioned some time ago, start of the season, I think. I was tired of seeing him turn up with translator, uh -huh. if you remember. And I got right. battered by Leeds fans. Leave him alone. No, but he actually has realised himself that after three years in the yeah. country, he should be speaking yeah. English. And he said this week, I owe an apology to those who have to listen to me that I haven't learned English. This is his players primarily, of course, but to the rest of us who would like to hear mm -hmm. his thoughts on many different things. Yeah, of course but he just hasn't bothered, Andy. Well, and I, I don't think I that's just, good enough. Well, I just wonder, because he's not known for a man who hangs around football clubs very long. Mm. He's in there a year, 18 months, two max. He's been at Leeds now a lot longer than everyone expected him to be at Leeds so maybe he just thought well I'm only going to be here a year 18 months so I don't want to do that but now if he's planning on staying and you know hopefully he is because I've enjoyed watching his team this year um, then maybe he will at least get himself into a position Keezy when he can go onto a training ground and actually talk to these players yeah. himself well, and say they through maybe, maybe in front of a microphone as well so that we can all hear yeah. what he's got to say yeah. um, if Chelsea and Manchester City make the Champions League final what sense if any is there in taking it to Turkey? None. None. No. Turkey's in lockdown for the next three weeks. So it would be better to stage it at Wembley? Yes, 100%. Mm. And it's easy to switch. It's not like you've already got 80,000 fans have paid so many thousands of pounds to get the plane tickets. They're ready to fly. The tickets have all been built. Uh, they're all been sold. No, there's no crowd to talk no. about. So you can change the game overnight almost. But you might get a crowd as well if you go to Wembley. Yes, because in England, they are, or, or the UK, I should say, my apologies, uh -huh. Andrew. They are 
moving from total lockdown into a place whereby we've got people turning up at sports well, events. Well, the league cup final was an example when yeah. Manchester City played Chelsea. So I, I, and I don't want to talk too much about the football yet. I'd like to share that conversation. Uh, with our guest this week, but um, I, I just don't see the sense in that at all. It's 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 not something that surely requires to be fulfilled that no. obligation. No, I think that's fine. Oh, sorry, it wasn't Manchester City Chelsea in the League Cup final. Of course, Manchester City won the League Cup final. Yes. Yeah, that was the semi final against correct. Chelsea. They lost. Yes. The crowd was there. That's right. Just yeah. corrected myself there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, let's introduce oh, our yeah, guest. Back to, um, yeah. You're um, right, right. Stellar career. Yes. Stunning. Yes. Uh, Champions League goal scorer and, and winner at the mm -hmm. age of 18, Andy. Mm -hmm. um, regarded as one of the very best that his country ever produced. Mm -hmm. um, played with Van Gaal at Barcelona. Very good friend of ours here at BN Sports. We've seen him many times, but not enough recently. Our guest this week, well, is Patrick Clivert. Patrick, how are you doing? Hello, guys. I'm fine, thank you. How are you guys doing? We're okay. We're good, Patrick. We're good. Which part of the world do we find you in today? Well, today, actually, I'm uh, quite close to you. I'm in uh, Dubai at the moment. Oh, lovely. Uh, Rud Hullet tells me when I speak to a Dutchman, Patrick, I should always say Nuken in the Kuken. Uh, does that mean anything to you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't mean nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> Patrick, do you remember? Do you remember our first meeting? Um, no, no. Wow. Oh, let me let me remind you. Okay, Patrick was coming to join us. Uh, I'm I mean, guessing I mean, the Champions League night. Champions League night. I mean, big, big star in Barcelona, yeah. and we were so excited. I can't tell you. So Patrick's agreed to join us for some reason, somehow, I've no idea. And it might have something to do with the fact that he was later going out for a cup of tea with Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. So, uh, so maybe, maybe the two things worked. But yeah. So I, I get this panicked message, Patrick's here, but he hasn't got a tie. I said, well, so? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hasn't got a tie. He was, the other two guests were Shearer and Sunes. Oh, right. And Patrick turned up in this this um, very shiny pair of... Uh, leather pants. Leather pants oh. and an open neck shirt. That <laughs> yeah, would have been, that sounds like Patrick <laughs> to me. Would have been better at home. That's how it was. It was very, very... Uh, uh, wear those ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, Patrick, you're here. Yeah, I'm here. And I turned to the producer and said, and you're worried he hasn't got a tie? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, <laughs> So, Patrick, listen, I know you have because you've been travelling this week, you haven't seen much of the football, but uh, the, the game, obviously, that leaps out is Paris and Manchester City. How, how close do you think Paris are to actually delivering what the owners crave for? Well, the owners would love to uh, have the Champions League uh, to keep it Paris, of course, uh, as every, every big club wants. Um, I think that uh, they deliver quite well. Um, I think the, the, the team is playing uh, good football. Only here, the, the, the result of uh, Paris is, 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 is a little bit negative, of course, especially at home. If you lose 2 1 uh, against Manchester City, um, it, it's, it's not a good result. But I have a feeling, and I don't know if, if you agree, uh, that Paris can, can do something very strange in Manchester. You know, with, with, with Neymar, if Neymar and 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 Kylian and Mbappe, if they're uh, 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 you know having their day, they could make uh, life very very difficult. 
I, I, so, I agree um, with you, Patrick. Funny enough, I said that to Richard as well. I think that you're right. I think because there's no crowds, there's no real advantage where you play. In. And I think you only have to look at what happened in, in Barcelona this season or what happened in Munich to see how well exactly. that, that Paris have done in their way ties. So I think that to say that this is done and dusted might be a mistake for Manchester City, eh? A oh, big mistake, big mistake. Um, as I said, the, 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 did you see uh, how Paris is playing? And, and for sure, if they're playing now, uh, the decisive uh, game away in Manchester, it won't be an easy game, of course, but no. you have players in your team who can decide a game in one second. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's that's the one thing, and that's a fact, and that, that won't go away. And people who are, uh, the players who, who will play in the match, they know they can change the game in yeah. this uh, trip, trip, uh, you know, in a second. So it's it's not it's absolutely not done that uh, that uh, uh, Manchester City is, is is already in in the final. I don't know. Absolutely not. What about the other one, Patrick? I, I've had a feeling about Chelsea since Tuchel took charge. There's a guy I, I guess you probably know. I mean, he's had quite an impact, hasn't he? He's uh, he's got a great impact. Yeah, um, I think um, Chelsea. Uh, I think that uh, that, that Frank uh, did, did also a, a great thing. But, uh, you know, he did that at the time to create. Uh, more of, of of what he wanted in in, uh, in in the team, I think. But you know, when when Tuchel left Paris Saint Germain and, and joined Chelsea, uh, for him it was a, it was a huge opportunity to um, to let uh, the people uh, see what his qualities are. And if you can work with a team like Chelsea, um, you know, <laughs> with such quality players. As a coach, uh, when you come into Chelsea, it's it's fantastic to work with a, with a, with a bunch of players uh, Chelsea has, and I think he's, he's doing a, a great job with, with Chelsea. Were you a betting man, uh, Patrick? I think Messi has made his intent very plain. He wants to stay now. But the one that fascinates me is Cristiano. Where where do you think he'll be playing his football next year? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, that's a, that's a nice question. Um, where is going to play? Well, if you don't stay at Juventus, there might be a possibility. To, you have to look two possibilities. Uh, either he goes back to Real Madrid or he can go to Manchester as well. You never, you never know. Because in both clubs, he, he did a fantastic job. He, um, You know, what, what's the nicest thing, uh, what I think with Cristiano is that in every club where he plays, he makes success. Yeah. And I get a lot of respect for him because uh, it's not that easy if you can go from Manchester to Spain to Italy and still in the three one in the three big competitions, coming in as a big player and deserve and and, and, and you know he's doing an amazing job. So what do you play where he plays next year? It doesn't matter where he plays. He will, he will, he will yeah. be good. And, and, and yeah, my feeling uh, is uh, he might probably go back to Real Madrid. Huh? You never know. Yeah, I, I, yes. I don't know if Real Madrid have the money, <laughs> Patrick, anymore. I think with this financial meltdown. Well, it's, game not, is it's, in. Not, it's not a money thing. I think, I think it's not a money thing. You know? I think the uh, uh, Cristiano. He earned uh, a lot of money already. Now, uh, in his in his in his latest uh, uh, series of his career, he needs to find a place 
where you can settle down, still have, have a few you know, good years, uh, uh, still uh, having a good life, and and then taking uh, uh, you know say say bye to, uh, to to football. But at the moment he's still up and running. But he will he will choose, and he's wise enough to to choose the right club for for him to uh, to you know finish his career. Do you think Zidane would would want him back? Patrick, do you think Zinedine Zidane would want him? Um, listen, if you ask me, uh, what player doesn't want to have Cristiano Ronaldo in your team? Yeah. So I think that uh, uh, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, if he, uh, if, if Cristiano uh, is having a good talk with, uh, with with Zidane, I don't think any coach would say, "No, I don't want to have Cristiano Ronaldo." Yeah. Sorry for saying it. But no, good. Patrick, let me ask you: Who, who, you know, we, we've talked about Messi and, and Ronaldo for the last what ten years, and they they, they almost share the Ballon d'Or between the two players for the last yeah. ten years. Who, in your opinion, will be the successor to Ronaldo and Messi? Well, first of all, uh, what what those guys, both of them, um, achieved in football, uh, not many players can, no. can achieve anymore. You know, I have big respect for both players. Uh, what they have achieved is is, is mind blowing. Yeah. It's only um, you know big respect for them. The next one, well, you you have a lot of next generation. Uh, you just mentioned Kylian Mbappe. For me, uh, he's the the one yeah. who really stands out. Uh, you have Haaland, who stands out. Um, but the player who I like very much as well is Bruno Fernandes. I think he's a great, great player who's, uh, who's doing very well at Manchester United. Um, name, uh, you know, you have not, not that many uh, new, uh, new talented players, but uh, among these players, I think uh, it will be the next one on yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree with you yes. about Fernandez, Patrick, if he could stay on his feet. But unfortunately, <laughs> he, he's always on his backside. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, you know, every, everybody's got their opinion, but I think that Fernandez is an amazing player. Right? Listen, I, I, I know you're under pressure because you're travelling, but and we can't talk to you all day or as much as I would like to. But you talk about players that can change a game in a second. When you came on in a Champions League final as an 18-year-old, what were the instructions before you changed that game in a second and won that trophy? Well, um, if, you, if you look at the Champions League at 95, I came in at, in the 86th minute, I think. And really, you don't have a, a really a task to do. It's just like when you uh, come in as a striker, uh, try to try to do your best and try to uh, win the match for, for, for the team. You know, uh, be, be in the box. Uh, 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 be as a target man if, you, if they play the ball uh, to you hold the ball and let, let the players come to you and take the ball off, uh, off, 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 off you now. Uh, because you know in, in, in 10 minutes next um, you know you, you really can't have a big task uh, and, and you know when you come in you know already what you have been doing in the past uh, it's not that uh, it, it, was, it was new for me you know so I just came in and, 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 and from God said, enjoy and, and go and give it your best shot. That's the only thing that wow. really that he gave to Well, you did that. Do you, do you still have contact with, um, with the aforementioned Van Gaal? Um, not that often. Ah. Um, 
and but but he's he's always in my heart. Yes, that's he, one he, thing for sure. He was the, he was the the the, the, the coach yeah. who gave me the opportunity to to make my debut in, in Ajax uh, when he was in Barcelona. He let uh, me sign from uh, from AC Milan to Barcelona, so. He's got a special place in my heart. That's, that's one thing for sure. He, he's got a special place in my phone, um, <laughs> Patrick, but he, he never accepts an invitation to, to join us. like Patrick. <laughs> I, probably, <laughs> probably if you ask him now, he, he would come. Eh? Well, I was hoping I you might you have a word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, will, I, will make, I will do a good word. Uh, he will come to the top and join you guys. Patrick, don't be, listen, it's been a very difficult year for everybody. We started out on this podcast saying as much. Um, when we can, it would be great to see you back Absolutely in our part Patrick, of the, I mean, yeah. our specific part of the world. But in the meantime, thank you for talking with us. Thanks, Patrick. Pleasure to talk with you always. And if uh, things are, are, you know, are easy, I'd love to come to, yes, uh, to please. and be in space. Yeah, we'll make that happen. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks, thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Patrick. Okay. Take care of yourself. Thank you, my friends. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Patrick Cliver, Patrick Clivert. I wish we'd had longer. He, he is under pressure, Andy, and it was really good of him to make the time to have a conversation with us, as it brief was. as that turned out to be. But yeah. he's good to talk to, and uh, I, I, I hope that at some point we can deliver LVG because, yeah, uh, I, for one reason or another, I'm fascinated by him. Yeah, I see yeah. one of house to say you go, and then uh, you've got a one to one. You've been doing quite a few. You've been speaking to quite a few recently. Yeah, he would be. He'd be on the be list. Yeah, very much. You think he's got? Yeah. A lot in there. Yes. And I, I, I would love to get in to find out. Um, and I think he was... I, I, I think he was abruptly and, and, and unkindly wronged after at two United. years at Manchester United. Well, yeah. listen, he wasn't alone. You could say the same about David Moisey. True. You know, maybe even Jose, who had won trophies yeah there. you know both was all three were shifted out rather quickly in the meantime yeah i, I mean I'm, I'm i'm with patrick i'm with you that i don't think this this tie is done not for a minute do mm-hmm. i think it's done but what were your thoughts on the second half in the first leg which was delivered back in the uk as though it were 45 minutes of majesty um created by a wizard um would would that be the right way to view that second 45 minutes no not in my opinion. They were better in the second half. I thought the first half they were lucky to go in the way they did. Um, I thought Paris were sensational. Neymar was uh, his mercurial best. Uh, Mbappe was always a threat. Sorry, the best line on Neymar I saw was, yeah. was Neymar at his mercurial and magical best. All of the tricks, including his disappearing act in the yeah, second, second half. half. I know. <laughs> that I was, was about great. to say that. He, he, he never... <laughs> but... That was partly due to Manchester City, who did play much more aggressively, I thought. But as I was watching the game, did I see a team that were peppering um, uh, Claudio Bravo's goal? You know, was a goalkeeper pulling off save after save? Were they creating chance after chance? No, no, they weren't. So, you know, it's, it's a bit like, sometimes you need to be lucky in sport, and particularly in football. And I think they, they got... The rubber the green on a couple of occasions. The two well, goals were, uh, well, the first one we know is a cross. He's not looking. He plays it, hits it, and unlike De Bruyne, he overhits the cross. And now I would normally say that's a tough one for a goalkeeper. If, if you can imagine the ball come, if a forward runs across the yes, line of the ball, yes, yes, but it was so overhit that he could see it all the way. Bravo! So he had no. There was no chance of anyone getting on the end of it. It was too high. Mm. So it was been quite easy for him to follow the flight of the ball. And take, for some reason, he, he lost his concentration. 
in the big moment, and he let it drift in. Second one's laughable. Yes, it's laughable. Yes, it, it, it's um, it's it's actually I used I the word Bruyne, earlier. It's criminal. I watched De Bruyne and and uh, Mares uh, discuss it. Who said that? I thought De Bruyne would hit it. Really did. And obviously Mares said, "I fancy that." And De Bruyne, brilliant to his credit, went well. If you fancy it, you take it. Now when it went in, I thought, "Was that going round the wall?" It was a wall badly positioned. When I saw it again, it's about three feet off the ground. Mm. It's arguably the worst free kick Mares has ever hit. And yet, it finds the net because two Paris Saint-Germain players, Kempembe and I don't know who the other one was, um, like, part. Like, what was the sea that parted? Uh, yes, it, I, I know. Yeah, Not Galilee, was no, it? I, I Something like that. <laughs> but it parted. We should know. No, I know. It might have been the sea of Galilee that parted, wasn't it? Well done. It was it was. All, it, it was it, they parted and left the goalkeeper with absolutely no shocking. chance. Shocking. So... What I saw, Richard, was a team, Manchester City, got hang on in the first half. Then come out, play much better. I'm not denying that. They had much more of the ball. But like I've always said to you about City right now, they do have a lot of the ball. My concern is their, their, their creativity, and that sounds crazy when I'm talking about Manchester City, that the chances they create and more importantly, the chances they take the levels are not high enough. Now, that game was made for me for an Aguero to play. I think mm. if Aguero plays in that game, fit Aguero, he gets at least two because mm. he's a predator. Did you watch Cavani last night? I, I was just going to say, as you're talking, I, I just wanted, before we end, to briefly mention one of my favourites, Cavani. Yeah. Absolutely sensational. What a centre-forward. This is it. It's a, it's what a, a centre-forward. Magnificent. And on that subject, Mikel Arteta, mini-me, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Now, I've not spoke to you about this. So I think you thought what I thought when I was sat in my sofa just behind you last night and, the, and I saw the teams. And I looked at the bench and I saw Obama Yang on the bench, centre forward. Could yep. Be. Martinelli on the bench. Yep. And Kitia on the bench. All front men. All goal scorers. And I looked at the top and it was the Dutch boy. I'm coming in with a false nine. False nine. My immediate was, why? Because he's too clever. Why? He I mean, lives in the shadow of his former boss. Yes, that's what I thought. You, you, carve your own reputation, yeah. Mikel. Be, 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 be bigger and better than that. I just couldn't believe it. And they've got, they got away with it. They got away with it. Yeah, because they're still in the time. Yeah, and they, they changed it. They got Martinelli on after an hour. Mm. Quite right. They needed somebody like that on. Uh, and, and I just couldn't, I couldn't work it out. And I, and I don't, I understand they all want possession. That's fine if you like that sort of thing. But I still feel that Cavani shows and Kane shows and people like that, they show the value of having somebody at the top end of the pitch. I know Vardy's having a tough time, but Jimmy Vardy shows you when, he was in his, when he's in his yes. pomp. The value of having a specialist, what I would call them. They are specialists, these people. Goal scorers. On the subject of centre forward, I meant to mention it earlier when we were talking about the Premier League Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. um, I, 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 I wanted to bring this up for a long time. You remain outside of the Scottish Footballers Hall of Fame. <laughs> Never been inaugurated. <laughs> no. I, I find that staggering. So you must also... Do you have any idea why that is the case? Have you ever spoken to anybody in Scotland about why that is the case? Uh, I, I did have a brief conversation um, about it. Um, it was my son who, Jamie, that brought it to light. And I'd never thought about it, Keezy. 
And he said to me, Dad, why are you not in the Hall of Fame in Scotland? You know, after all you've achieved and won and, and, and did and represented your country in every level, every level, school, from schoolboy to full. I says that I've no idea. Just in so. case there are people listening again, scratching Andy who, um, FA Cup goal scorer, League Cup goal scorer and winner, Cup winners, Cup goal scorer, uh, English title, mm-hmm. Scottish title, mm-hmm. uh, cap for your country, mm-hmm. um, Ronaldo, Gareth Bale and Andy Gray, the only three players in history to have won Young Player of the Year mm-hmm. and Players Player of the Year in the same season. Mm-hmm. So I would have thought one of those might qualify you mm-hmm. <laughs> to get a mention. Yeah. Uh, that That's an awful lot to ignore. If if And, and I, I really deeply think Scottish football is deeply wrong. If, they, well, if you, they've you, thought about it and dismissed it, okay. If they haven't even thought about it. Well, I, I, they did. The guy who I spoke to did say, uh, it, well, you need to be uh, voted in. You need to be proposed in. And I thought, well, you know, I, I'm sure I must have been. He said, you were once. He once. Said, he said, but it was a particularly good year. So we didn't bother with you. Uh, right. So, it must have been. so they couldn't put you back up for... I don't know. I don't know. And you know me, I, I, it was something I'd never thought about, Gizzy. But then I thought, well, when I'm not here... It might be nice for my kids. And well, it kids. was. It's. It's. It. I, I tell you why it's important because for the very same reason you could have turned down Young Player of the Year yeah. when you were awarded the two, yeah. and you you astutely made the right decision and <laughs> said, "No, no, no, once. I'll keep them." Uh, because you were right when that offer was made. Please, Andy, if you're not coming to the dinner, let's. You know, we, we need to give it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, you were right. I know. And this is something for the family. This is something that that is a big miss in my view and if there's yeah. anyone in Scotland uh, feels the same way then do please accept this as an invitation to start <laughs> start a ball rolling because it would be the right thing for Scottish yeah, football to that do. That would be nice. Maybe I'm a Ryan Giggs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, no, I do think what, that's what happened to me at a previous employer. I mean, come Anything. on. Anything. I don't know. Well, listen, exactly. You've just sat there and talked about Ryan Giggs. Come on. I'm not saying that that <laughs> but you know, did somebody ten years ago say no? We're not having him in. Well, I would be astounded were that the case. Anyway. anyway, that's it. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks again to Patrick Clivert. Uh, if 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 everything comes to fruition in the way that I'm I'm planning, oh, okay. and this is a cunning plan. Is this for next week. Next week's guest oh. could be a very good one. Louis Van Gaal. <laughs> <laughs> Get in touch on Twitter and Insta at Keys and Graypod. A N D Keys and Graypod. And now you found us. Tell your mates where we are as well. Oh, and you're going to buy an Alexa. Yes. This time next week, I'm going to right, I'm, I'm going to find out what you've taught. I'm getting an Alexa. I would have taught. I hope she's taught me plenty. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.